If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. Hey, welcome Bravehearts. Uh, you are listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned into voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're going to talk about perspective power, the power of perspective. And to connect with us, Check out our sponsor website. That's braveheartsforkids.org. You can also email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. And we'll be taking calls in later shows. And be sure to connect with us on social media, too. You can like and follow us on Facebook, uh, the Brave Hearts for Kid, Kids uh, Facebook page. Connect with me on LinkedIn, too. Uh, love to have that option for uh, communication with you. If you have a story uh, about a, um, uh, a a courageous uh, nonprofit organization or a courageous individual that inspires you, let me know about it. And we'd love to talk with with them too. We'd love to talk with you about that. So, our guest today is uh, once again Sherry Sarver Johnson. She is um, the self described mad scientist and. Uh, Mad for Make a Difference. So she's the mad scientist. She is the chairperson of the board of Brave Hearts for Kids, the uh, pediatric cancer charity, which is the sponsor of Brave Hearts Radio. And she can be reached, uh, of course, uh, through the website at braveheartsforkids.org or her email there at uh, Sherry Johnson at braveheartsforkids.org, or even call, tell her your outstanding story. Let us know if you uh, know someone that needs help, if you need help, or if you can help. Uh, phone number is 630-389-8248. And remember to like and follow Brave Hearts for Kids on Facebook. And, you know, consider making Brave Hearts for Kids your Amazon Smile Charity or your Thriving Choice Choice. Perspective power. There's something I, I do, which I call turning problems into puzzles. And, you know, to be honest with you, I think I, I got that idea from Sherry. And the idea of turning problems into puzzles is something that I believe people can relate well to it. When I was a kid, and even even uh, all throughout my adult life, we would put together jigsaw puzzles. And particularly, uh, I particularly remember uh, my mom having a, a card table set up next to the fireplace. And around holidays, when we would get together, she would have that card table next to the fireplace and we would we would have a jigsaw puzzle that we would work on we take the the puzzle well first of all we'd pick up a, a puzzle because she had many we'd pick a puzzle that we, we liked the picture we liked what the uh, the outcome was going to be we liked the the vision of of what the um uh, the puzzle would look like when it's finished so we picked a a box that 
we we poured the box out, all the pieces onto the table. And once the pieces are on the table, you start turning them right side up. And so that's like the idea of taking a problem and finding out what are the pieces of the problem and take a look at what you got. And of course, you always refer back to that vision. Where are you going? Where do you want to go? What do you want the outcome to be? And that's the picture on the box. So as we would, as we would turn those pieces over, we would, we would find the edge pieces and we would, we would build the edge of the puzzle. And as you go, you, you find that, uh, well, this is part of the, the right side edge. This is part of the left side edge. This is part of the top or the bottom. And it, it, was, a, it was an exciting thing uh, for, um, uh, to, to find those edge pieces and put them in place. And what that does is that helps you define what you have on the inside that you can do something about. And it also helps you identify what's on the outside that you cannot do anything about. So as we would go, we would, we would put those uh, edges together and then we would, um, someone would find a corner piece and we would celebrate. And you, you know how that goes when you, when you find that corner piece and you celebrate and you do that little happy dance because the corner pieces, those are, I suppose there's something like the cornerstones of our lives, the core values, the most important things. And each corner piece, when you look at that vision, when you look at that box, you can say, this one goes at the top right or the lower left, or you could tell which corner that corner piece belonged in. They're very distinctive and they're really important. And once you have the outside set and outside set and built, then we would start putting the puzzle together. And sometimes there was a little bit of that going on while you were putting the, um, putting the edges together and somebody would take, um, take uh, all of the red pieces. My son, son John would take all of the red pieces and that he could find. And he would, uh, he would take a, a plate and he would go off on his own. And, and a little while later, he would come back and he would have a fully assembled red car or someone else would have a, a boat or, you know, whatever the picture was. And so everyone was doing a little bit that was, that was like their part of the puzzle. And we would keep working at it and we'd pause and come back and, you know, eat. And actually we would eat a lot. And uh, this was the holidays, of course, you know, so those long Thanksgiving weekends, those long uh, Christmas, New Year's uh, weeks. Uh, and, you know, I'm talking North Dakota where, you know, the fireplace is being put to use because it's, uh, it's snowy and blowy out, blowing outside. So we would come back and we would keep working on that puzzle. And, you know, it would just continue to go and it would continue to get easier and easier as we went. And we knew, we knew without exception that if we just kept doing things and if we kept doing things in the correct order, if we just kept doing things, we would wind up with a picture that looked exactly 
like the picture on the box. So that's the analogy that I make with uh, turning problems into puzzles. You, you first of all, you you dump out all the pieces. You find out what you've got to to work with. You you start assembling the edges. Figure out you know what can you do something about. What can't you do anything about? And as you're doing that, your your core values, uh, those come to you. And maybe you already are really familiar with that and good for you. Uh, that's a that's a wonderful place to be. But those core values, they they come to you. And then you've got the edges and you've got people doing a little bit on their own and helping and working as a team and coming back and having fellowship and in between going to eat something. And you know what? It comes out exactly the way the vision is and it happens like that every time so i like to use that as an analogy it's something that uh, can be done turning problems into puzzles can be done for uh, businesses that can be done for personal things that we that we have to work on and uh, what we we look at that as uh, as we call that perspective power and we call that gamifying uh, the the idea of gamifying is to make something more fun, make a, you know turn something into into a game. When it's uh, when it's fun, you get more done. And um, you know, I remember one time I I had uh, my children were small and I had a a puzzle that uh, I took into the the hardware store where I'd gotten it. And I told the fellow at the hardware store, I said, Hey, look at this puzzle. I just, I finished this puzzle. It only took me two weeks. And he, he looked at me and kind of, kind of a stunned look on his face. He said, what's the big deal about that? I said, well, look at the box. It says right on the box, three to five years. And so, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's another matter of perspective power. And, and, uh, now that the uh, laughter has died down from that one, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're gonna we're gonna go on. We're gonna talk about uh, gamifying, and uh, I've, I've sort of monopolized this uh, this first segment, uh, Sherry. But uh, I'm so glad you're here because you're an inspiration for gamifying and uh, gamifying the workplace, making sure that uh, uh, we live by the the, the idea that uh, when you have more fun, you get more done. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here again. That's good. Uh, now, we, we had talked uh, about, uh, before the show, we had talked about some of the things that we we have as um, uh, gamifying and perspective. And, um, you know, when when you think of perspective, what, what, what comes to mind for you? Wow, there's a lot. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. Of, I was just kind of enthralled listening to your story. And, uh, and I was reminded of, of something that came to my mind the other day, which was we can, we can look at life like it's a rat race and it's going to feel like one. Mm-hmm. Or we can look at life like in a sense of wide wonder and actually have fun through the process. Uh, something else I was thinking while you were talking is I don't remember who said this, but it was a story about a guy who was playing baseball for fun. And uh, it was kind of a hobby. And then he got this break and he got a chance to play at the big leagues. And the whole story was about how things shifted for him. And it wasn't fun anymore because Mm. now he had to do it. And it felt like it was a job. And 
you know, so I think it, it's something we have to remind ourselves all the time is like step back and how can we, because we're going to do this anyway, how can we turn it into a game? Mm-hmm. How can we make it fun and really enjoy the process? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, when, when you when you mentioned that about, uh, about um, he had to do it. And mm-hmm. it reminds uh, me of something our friend Mike Dooley says, you know, that there's a difference between should do something and want to do something mm-hmm. and or, and have to do something. That's I mean, that's probably even beyond the should do something. Right. Yeah. So, so there's like a part of our brain that just kind of like wants to resist things that we should do. And um, a little trick that that I learned um along the way is when I'm telling myself that, because I do that often, it's like, oh, I should do this, I should do that. Mm-hmm. And I just like slow down and say, like, okay, I could do this. Yeah. And when, the minute I change should to could, suddenly I feel like, wow, this is a choice. Yeah. I don't feel like I, you know, and the, just the fact that you know that you're choosing it, yeah. it just feels more inspiring. It feels like, uh, like you just get this inspiration to go ahead and take the action. Yeah, I don't have to do this. I decided to Yeah, do this. I could do this. Yeah, that, it's like, yeah. yeah, I could. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. Uh, we're, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk uh, some more about uh, gamifying and uh, well, maybe recap a little bit about what we talked about in our last show, too. Uh, I wanted to finish this uh, this segment with a, uh, a, a bit about perspective. And I found this quote from a famous person, um, uh, and it's, uh, it's a, a matter of perspective. And it, uh, it, it says, the children now love luxury. They have bad manners, contempt for authority. They show disrespect for elders and love chatter in place of exercise. Children are now tyrants, not the servants of their households. They no longer rise when elders enter the room. They contradict their parents, chatter before company, gobble up dainties at the table, cross their legs, and tyrannize their teachers. Well, the, you know, the word dainties uh, gives me the idea <laughs> that this isn't something that somebody just came up with, you know. I know some kids like that. Well, but, the, you know, that's, I was one of them. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, you cross their, cross their legs. Well, you were, you were taught to do that anyway, right? Um, so uh, this is, this. I, I thought it was attributed to Ben Franklin, you know, from way back. Mm-hmm. But uh, actually, this is uh, attributed to Socrates. Uh, so crazy. what is that hundreds of years ago? And there's just a, the, the last thing before we go to break is, uh, I always got, uh, Socrates, Plato and Aristotle mixed up, you know, who, who came first and, and in what order? And I just remember the acronym spa, spa, spa. Oh, yeah. so it's Socrates. Plato. I've always had trouble with that too. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, after the break, we'll be back. We'll talk more with uh, Sherry Sarver Johnson about perspective power and gamifying, uh, gamifying your workplace, gamifying your life. Uh, We'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds. Stick with us. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. 
That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned into voiceamerica.com where we're the leader in live internet talk radio and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking about perspective power with Sherry Sarver Johnson um, to connect with us. Check check out our sponsor website. That's braveheartsforkids.org. I always encourage you to check out uh, spotlighthope.org. And we continue to get some terrific feedback from uh, the, the listeners about Spotlight Hope and how that's been helpful to the family and to the clinical people that uh, that work with families and uh, other children that that have cancer, the people that uh, that Brave Hearts for Kids serves, you can email me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. And be sure to connect with us on social media, too. You can like and follow us on Facebook at Bravehearts for Kids on Facebook. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, email at uh, missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org, particularly if you are uh, an organization or, or work with an organization that um, is a nonprofit organization or socially conscious uh, or, uh, business. We do um, programs for the uh, socially conscious businesses to help, and uh, those include uh, mission building behavior, something that we've talked about in prior shows called the uh, idea hierarchy, and of course, um, turning problems into puzzles, which we're talking about today, and gamifying the workplace with Sherry Sarver Johnson, and uh, can contact uh, Sherry, that the the mad scientist, uh, mad scientist for make a difference. Uh, she can be reached uh, through the BraveHeartsForKids.org uh, or email her at Sherry Johnson at BraveHeartsForKids.org. And the phone there is 630-389-8248. You can like and follow us on Facebook. And you know what? Consider making Brave Hearts for Kids your Amazon Smile charity. You know, going into the holiday season, why not? Um, or, you know, Thrivent Choice Choice. Um, we do a lot of good work with the, the folks at, uh, at Thrivent. Uh, you know, I was thinking of another organization that, um, that just came to me again. We had talked about this earlier today, and it's uh, American Family 
in- oh, yeah. insurance. And there <laughs> was, they, <laughs> they've got an ad now with Derek Jeter and he goes, I think it's a lemonade stand that the little girl yeah, has and she's, great. she's raising, she's doing some, some, you know, beneficial things, some good thing that uh, this little girl's doing. And he says, well, how long have you wanted to be, to help people? And she says, 10 years. And, uh, and he says, and you're six, huh? That's, uh, well, that's really known. That's somebody who really knows what they're doing you know, or what they want to do with their life. Right. And I think that's a great perspective. Yeah, you it's know? awesome. Uh, time is a, is a wonderful perspective. Um, you know, I've, I've been, uh, just, uh, heads up American family insurance out of Madison, Wisconsin. I've been insured with them, uh, in October for 34 consecutive years. No way. Uh, yeah. You're not yeah. that old. Uh, well, you know, I, I must have got it from my trike way back. <laughs> must have been before. You. <laughs> You're like the little girl, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah I, I played insurance for 34 years. I'm only 24. You know, it's like uh, I got the Derek Jeter policy. Well, perspective power, the, the, the original concept of perspective power occurred to me because people will, will often say time goes so much faster as we get older. And you know, for our listeners, I'm sure I'm sure you can relate to that. Someone you've heard that that said, someone has said, time just goes so much faster as we get older. And I, I figured out why that is, and uh, or I think I figured it out. And, and from my perspective, anyway, it 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 sounds like this because when I was five years old, the last year was twenty percent of my life. But when I was 50 years old, the last year was 2% of my life. So to a five-year-old, two years ago, man, that is forever, you know. So that's a matter of perspective. And we look at things and we say, when was that? That was 2014. That seems like yesterday, doesn't it? Doesn't it? And, And I think people can relate to that. So that's my perspective on why we have the perspective that time goes faster as we get older. So uh, we were talking about gamifying and gamifying the workplace. Um, Well, you know, I think... I'm going to just jump in here because you turned around for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make a note. Yeah. It, it kind of goes together because uh, perspective is part of the gamifying. It's, it's changing the perspective on something to make it a game. Yeah. And then figuring out how to keep that up so that it remains fun. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the, uh, the what I do with the with the uh, steps. Yeah. And I I, keep, I got a Fitbit a couple of years ago, and you know it keeps trying. It's one of the basic ones, one of the real slimline ones. Um, anyway, uh, I I keep uh, my steps. And I keep, uh, it keeps track of my sleep and does some other things that I don't really follow very closely with. And I don't really do much else with it, but I do keep track of my steps. And I, and I have gamified the step idea. And I'm, I am now at um, uh, over 200 uh, consecutive days at uh, 15,000 steps. Wow. And some days I, I really have to, I, I have to focus on that, and I get to the, the middle of the afternoon. It's like you know what? I need to go for a hike, so I'll I'll get out and and uh, go for a hike outside um, for an hour, and that's good for about six thousand steps. And and I, I get those fifteen thousand steps, but I I keep a notebook and I just make a game out of it, and I've I've kept track of. Um, uh, what you know when I have my 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 best days and and it seems like I've put a lot of time into this, but it's like there was maybe an hour at one point and then uh, a little bit of time each day as we go. 
And, you know, when, when we moved in June this year, uh, I had a week where I had over 200,000 steps in a seven day period. And I thought, you know, we, we figured that out. That's a hundred miles, you know, that's, that's a, a, that's, that's a lot, lot of walking. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked at my Fitbit. I'm not even going to say what's on it because it's embarrassing. Well, we know that, <laughs> we know that, uh, you know, there, the, there's a perspective, I suppose there, because, uh, you get, uh, when we, when we're out walking together, you know, you get 1.5 steps credit for each step that it shows there because I, I've checked mine on the track and it's pretty accurate, but yours gets, gives you about two thirds of the steps. Yeah. So. And the other problem, as I forget to put it on until yeah. like if two or three hours. Oh have yeah. Passed. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. Can and I, I, I wear them and now it's telling me how, how, what the quality of my sleep was. It was like fair or good. And it's like, see, that's why I don't wear it at night. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know that I should be tired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like, what do you, what do you do? It was like, why are you getting up now? You know, maybe there's a the perspective that I, uh, that I once had on, uh, on the four o'clock, you know, it's like if I, yeah. if I, if I get up uh, before four, if I wake up before four in the morning, I go back to sleep. Yeah, that, but, it, but it is true what you're saying, like just focusing on something can make it fun and keeping, oh, keeping a record. That also makes it fun. Uh, well, I think we were talking about, yeah, I do, yeah. and I've actually done since I was in college. I know it sounds kind of nerdy, but since I've been in college, I always keep this little book around and I'm just like note down, okay, I'm in this class, I'm doing this, whatever. Yeah. And it's helpful when you want to go back and find, like, you think, oh, well, that was about October last year. You look at the the log. It's helpful. What I noticed is over time, I started, like, sliding. Like, I would just put, like, the generalities. Like, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I didn't really make copious notes. Yeah. And uh, so about three weeks ago, I just just came to me, like, you know what? You, you need to get, you know, maybe you could <laughs> start doing uh-huh. that. A little tight, like make it a little bit tighter, the log. And right away, I just felt so rejuvenated because I started keeping more track of even the interruptions. Like I'm, I'm working on this project and I got up mm-hmm. to get a glass of water or whatever. It, it just makes me aware of what I'm doing now. And then when you look back over the day, there's also more of a sense of fulfillment because I can see, wow, I really did a lot. I mm-hmm. really got yeah. a lot oh, accomplished. Yeah where it sort of kind of like slides into the background and sometimes a person can get to the end of the day and not not even give yourself credit for yeah. all that you did actually accomplish. Now, you don't actually go back and review these uh, these notebooks from years ago, do you? Well, when I'm 95, I'm going to. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. Uh, and you know, when when you when you say it's a, a, a kind of a C, it's like a CDO type thing. Um, well, it's. It helps me stay on track because yeah. basically what I do is I have a line down the middle and I have what I'm working on and then I have what comes up and interrupts me. Oh, yeah. And uh, a lot of times my mind will interrupt me. Mm-hmm. Like It'll come up with thoughts and stuff. And if I can just write it down, I say, okay, I'm going to get back to that interruption. But first, I'm going to refocus on what I'm doing. Bounce back to what you're doing. Yeah. But then I don't have part of my brain that keeps saying this message because it's afraid I'm going to forget. Mm-hmm. It's already written down. I know the interruption thought came up. I'm going to address that. And it just helps me stay on track. Otherwise I have thousands of thoughts coming up mm-hmm. of thousands of things that I think I should be focusing on. Well, two, two things that uh, uh, the, the first that um, uh, give you a little feedback on is, is um, you, uh, you said uh, uh, I need to do this. And you kind of caught yourself there. Yeah, you said uh-huh. I have this choice, right? Yeah. Right. 
that's how our mind works. So see, we've got a part of our mind that's in this loop of trying to track what we, we think we need to do for survival mm-hmm. or to keep something bad from happening. And it's, it's, it's good that we have that, but sometimes it gets into the foreground and actually interrupts us from doing what we've chosen to do and get, you know, what we want to accomplish and get done yeah. right now. And it's a way for me to sort of get all that stuff on paper so that I know I'm not going to forget it mm-hmm. and also remain focused on the current task. Yeah. And, and when you, the other thing that, uh, that I, um, uh, feed, feedback for you is that the idea that, uh, uh, we're afraid we're going to lose that, uh, yeah. lose track of that mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's got, it's really puts you in a fear mode. Like, uh-huh. Oh, Oh, you know, you think of like, Oh, I got to pay this bill or I got to call this person. And then, you know, it, it's out of proportion because it might not even be that important, mm-hmm. but because it came up, the mind, you know, feels like this is really urgent. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. really important. And it's just, so helpful for me to be able to just note that stuff down on the other column. And then when I'm finished, I look at it and go, well, is this really something I need to focus on today or right away? And and it also, it keeps my mind clear for those true inspirations that come through mm-hmm. that are not the fear-based of like, if I forget to do this or that. And then when those come through, I yeah. really pay attention. I'm like, okay, I'll stop what I'm doing for those true inspirational things where it's like, call this person right now but it's it's a different feeling it's not like i have to it's, yeah. it it feels like it's a synchronicity and uh, so it's just getting a way of having that noise put to the side yeah. opens that up too for what yeah, it's worth good. that's good yeah, good stuff yeah thank you yeah, well you, you know you overcoming the fear of of uh, losing that thought what something i do is is all I'll remember, you know, I, I do have that written down somewhere. I do have that on a calendar somewhere. I do have that in a planner somewhere. And I, I, I've, I've done a lot of outsmarting myself. You know, when, oh, yeah. yeah, I know well, that. Yeah, you know, the, you know, the, 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 know. the hunting boots story. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, I do that quite often. Well, the hunting boots story, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up this, uh, this segment with that. And, you know, I used to go hunting with my dad uh, in, uh, in uh, his brother, John. And we would go out to uh, Amadon, North Dakota, you know, way out in the Badlands there. And I had a special pair of uh, red wing boots that I wore, uh, you know, deer hunting. And I, I put, um, one time I'm putting things away from one season, preparing for the next, or just getting ready for the season, I suppose. Um, get your, your license and such, such in place. And um, I thought, well, you know what, I'll put those, I'll put my bullets, I'll put them in the boots, because then I will be sure to have them, I'll be sure to ha- when I when I get dressed to go out in the field, uh, I'll be I'll be able, I'll be sure to have them. And uh, what happened was, um, I'm getting ready to go. We're getting ready to load things up in um, uh, in my dad's jeep, and <laughs> I could not find my bullets. And I just you know said, so you know what, I got to buy some more. So we we went and bought some more bullets, and then um, I went and uh, we went and got dressed, and it's like can't get my shoes into this boot or I can't get my feet into this boot, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's when I realized, oh yeah, I've outsmarted myself here yeah. with this, uh, with this planning. So sometimes, you know, I think it's possible to overplan things, right? Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. We're all a work in progress. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be talking a little bit more about, uh, perspective power and gamifying with our magnificent guest, uh, Sherry Sarver Johnson. When we come back from the break and we'll see you, uh, or you'll, you'll hear from us, uh, uh, 
on the other side of 60 seconds. Stay with us. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. And I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking with Sherry Sarver-Johnson, chairperson of the board of Brave Hearts for Kids, about perspective power, the power of perspective and gamifying. And, you know, when you have more fun, you get more done. To connect with us, uh, BraveHeartsForKids.org. Email me at missionspecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Uh, you can sh- contact us or connect with us on social media, too. We hope you do. And uh, like and follow us, Brave Hearts for Kids on Facebook or connect with me on LinkedIn. Also, kind of a shout out today to the uh, NationalDayCalendar.com. The National Day Calendar people are terrific uh, sponsors of Brave Hearts for Kids. And uh, October 28th, is, uh, it's, it's got a, a single national day this blows me away (laughs) october 28th how could you possibly compete with today national chocolate day you couldn't and this makes me want to have chocolate mousse cake right now i think we've got some in the freezer oh no (laughs) you didn't say it (laughs) yeah yeah i had some company over the weekend and uh i I got one of those uh four-way cakes you know it's like there's a perspective power thing i guess you know you say what should we get red velvet or should we get um uh, German chocolate or uh, chocolate mousse or carrot cake it's like why not all four They they make them like that someone thought of that for the very first time 
at some Bless point. Their heart. Bless their heart. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, nationaldaycalendar.com. Uh, you know, check out nationaldaycalendar.com's all kinds of fun days, and and we like to uh, we like to, to to thank Marlo and Alice and Nick and the the whole crew over at National Day Calendar for uh, making that happen and and doing some great things for Brave Hearts for Kids with that. Absolutely. Yeah, because April twenty eighth is National Brave Hearts Day. Yes. We got to be uh, got to ramp that up again. So, Sherry Sarver Johnson, the Mad Scientist, Mad for Make a Difference. Um, Sherry Johnson at BraveHeartsForKids.org, and uh, you know maybe make Brave Hearts for Kids your Amazon Smile charity this year. So, welcome back. Um, we were talking about perspective power and the uh, the idea of gamifying was well, something that uh, that that we we've we've talked about this uh, with the you know the kids you know little mm-hmm. little children mm-hmm. you know um, my uh, uh, well you you remember when your when your uh, when your uh, when your uh, nephew was born right mm-hmm. and what, mm-hmm. what, tell tell us the, the story about that your niece oh yeah that was so cute so my niece. Um, had been out to see me when she was pregnant, and and we had so much fun. Uh, this was back when I was in New York, and we walked, walked and talked, and had fun for about ten days. And uh, so, anyway, she went home, and uh, I wanted to be uh, back in time for the birth of of her son, but you know, Mother Nature doesn't always follow the plan. So my my uh, flight actually came in after he was born. Anyway. So she calls me up. She goes, Aunt Sherry, he, she goes, I know I'm his mother and everything, but seriously, totally unbiased. He is the cutest kid I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) 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 And he is cute. I I mean, I agree. He's very, very cute. But I thought that was so cute. This is totally unbiased. It's not because I'm his mother. Yeah. Now now he's nine or 10 years. No, he's 12, isn't he? No, he's 10, but you know, he's going to be 12 soon. (laughs) (laughs) I can't keep, I can't keep track of anyone anymore. Uh, 1985. Uh, my oldest son was born, and uh, totally unbiased. I, I looked at him and I thought, "That is a perfectly shaped head." Uh, <laughs> look at that! You know, in the package of the Gerber products, there was the famous Gerber baby, and I thought, "I think we've got a new Gerber baby." So I, I took a picture, and I, you know, I, I was I was actually working part time at a camera store at the time too. I did, took a lot of pictures, and. Um, I sent it to the people at Gerber. I said, you know, I I, I really think that here's the new Gerber baby, and uh, they they wrote me back, and I was I was very I was so pleased that they wrote me back, and what they said was, uh, well, first of all, they 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 gave me a whole stack of coupons for Gerber products, which was very helpful, you know, and always helpful to have a discount on things for kids, right? And they said. Uh, thank you for your interest in uh, having your son be the new Gerber baby, but we have to tell you that all of our babies are professional models. And my, the first thing I thought was, oh my gosh, what the, what's the career track for that? Well, they've been trained for 10 years. <laughs> That's right. Well, it, it, maybe they at least had four before they got started, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, it, you know, professional models. It's hilarious. Thought, wow, that's, a, that's an interesting career track. So sometimes things things just pop up and I say, I say well, it just causes my mind to, to, to think. We... Um, 
visited uh, visited uh, one of our friends, and and he was telling us about his his philosophy that there is nothing wrong. Uh, there is there are no wrong things except to judge something. And I, you know, I thought, wow, that's a very. But that's the worst. Right that's there. A, yeah, but that's a very open-minded viewpoint. And but uh, my next thought was, and I asked him, who got to decide that was wrong? And then, I, yeah, shortly after that, we went and visited uh, a church in um, uh, the. Uh, uh, I think in their in their program they had uh, they had something uh, their 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 real core value. They said, uh, there are no absolute truths. Absolutely and, not. And, you know, I, I I had to ask someone afterwards. I I said, "Are you sure about that?" <laughs> so that you know, perspective. Um, maybe that's irony. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but it, a perspective when uh, when uh, my granddaughter came to visit. She's about uh, two years old, a year and a half old at the time, I think. And I think I was making pizza for everybody, so I had one. Of the, we had one of those double ovens up and down. Had some pizza in the bottom oven, and I uh, had opened up the the oven, and Ari comes walking toward the oven with her hands out, you know. And I I I I, uh, uh, I was pretty excited, and I no, you know, stop her, stop mm-hmm. her like that. And she she jumped back, and she cried, and she uh, she she was. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, she was very upset mm-hmm. by that. And we've talked about that, how um, f- from her perspective, she wasn't approaching something that was hot. She was simply exploring. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that you know, we talked about how the how the brain. Yeah, works. so that's really interesting because this is one of the my favorite topics. <laughs> good. That's why I brought yeah. it up. <laughs> Thank you. And it's all good to say, well, let's just choose our perspective. You know, let's let's uh, choose the better perspective, the more empowering perspective. And that's great. However, we have perspectives that have already been programmed into us a long time ago that will fight us when we try to change, mm-hmm. when we when we try to shift to a new and better, more empowering perspective. And this is where it gets a little tricky because a lot of times we kind of almost fight with ourselves because consciously we know like, well, I want to look at things this way. It's so much, you know, I'll have so many more options. Mm-hmm. And yet something inside might like lock up and kind of stop us from going in that direction, even though consciously we figured out this is what we want to do. So our perspectives if you will, can be locked in. Or, mm-hmm. Well, they are. You know, mm-hmm. it's been scientifically proven that from the time that we're uh, born to five, six, seven years old, we're walking around in a hypnotic state where, mm. where our brain waves are are recording almost everything. It's mm-hmm. just absorbing. So we're absorbing our environment. This is a survival mechanism so that we can adjust and we can now become a grown-up individual working in this environment and we know how to Mm. maneuver and so forth. The only problem with that is we're not interpreting what's happening within the the real reality. We're interpreting it from our child viewpoint. So like back to your granddaughter, she may have been and probably was, she's thinking from a feeling place of, Oh, look how interesting. Look at this. I'm going to go towards that. And she had this intense desire to do that. And then she gets shut down. Yeah. So what she may remember, we don't know, because all of us, no matter who 
raised us and how wonderful or not so wonderful they were, we're going to make assumptions about the world and how it works mm-hmm. that won't serve us later on. Right. And this is where it gets really interesting is how do we go back in there and redo all of those perspectives in a way that's um, more in alignment with what we know now well, as we, a grown we person. We will have assumptions that either do or do not serve us later on, right? Yeah, and yeah. they may actually have served us really well mm-hmm. at the time. Like, for example, her, I mean, you, you don't want her touching the hot stove. That's right. And she's probably better off not being burned, you know, mm-hmm. for life. However, yeah. there's side effects. And so there's the side effects... That. Yeah, because from her perspective, she's not touching a hot stove. She's exploring. She doesn't even know it's hot. She, she just yeah, knows she, that yeah. you yelled at her. That's right. When she right. wanted to Stop do something. Stop me from doing something while I was exploring. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a, something we unintentionally do as parents, so, grandparents. Uh, that's a good way of saying it. So there's un, unintended consequences oh. to the normal socialization process and like basically keeping us from killing ourselves as kids. Yeah. And then later, we, if we want to live a more expanded, joyful fulfilled life we're going to need to go back in and redo some of that in order to align with what we think consciously well no doubt we're going to have to have a show on unintended consequences all by itself because, <laughs> you know that, oh, that oh my gosh that that is one of that is one of my my favorite topics uh to to uh to talk with people about and business and personal and and uh um God forbid we get into politics, no. but you know, we'd like to sit down with people, have dinner, talk politics and religion right off the bat and get that yeah, over with, right? Uh, but, um, uh, you know, I'm, you know, talking about uh, uh, my granddaughter Ari and, and the stove episode that reminds me of a classic story of perspective. And someone explained uh, what is perspective and um, or no, what is wisdom. And, and um, uh, wisdom is, is, is like perspective because uh, wisdom, uh, knowledge is what a child has, a five-year-old has when you tell them that the stove is hot. Wisdom is what they acquire when you leave the room. And so that's uh, that was the the difference between knowledge and wisdom. And mm-hmm. and um, another one I, I understand is uh, uh, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, mm-hmm. right? Technically a berry. Um, wisdom is not putting a tomato in your fruit salad. So uh, I don't know if we're going to cover any more knowledge <laughs> and wisdom yet today, but uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll come back with you to uh, wrap things up after the break uh, with uh, uh, Sherry Sarver Johnson, chairperson of the board of Brave Hearts for Kids, and uh, we'll be back with you on the other side of sixty seconds. Stick with us. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. 
As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. All right. Hey, welcome back, Bravehearts. Uh, this is Bravehearts Radio, and... I'm Brian Reinbold, the Mission Specialist. You're tuned into VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about perspective power, and I, you know, I said I'm grateful for this, grateful for the opportunity. I, I had three goals going into the uh, uh, setting up the radio show. The first one is to um, have fun, and the second to be grateful. And then the third is to get good at it. And uh, it occurred to me this this last week that having fun and gamifying is uh, mm-hmm. is is kind of the same thing, right? So, mm-hmm. so uh, you're the master of that. Adjust, really. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, adjusting the uh, well, you have more fun, you get more done. This is you know? true. You lot fun. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> first text I ever got from you. Yeah. Uh, so um, the uh, but the idea that uh, gamifying the workplace. Uh, gamifying your life, gamifying uh, just your, your, maybe your tasks or your should-dos mm-hmm. and things like that. Turn mm-hmm. them into wanna-dos and make them fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, turning the, the problems into puzzles. Mm-hmm. And uh, you gamify the, that. And then gratitude is the beginning of all good things. You yeah. know? So gratitude and uh, gratitude. Gamify gratitude is beginning of all good things and then get, a get good at it gee whiz you know what that, we got a game of that's like your the goals. new phone coming that's kind of like 5G. Game, yeah 5g and then uh um uh, yeah, that's uh, gamifying your goals. You know, we get we get a lot of G's. You know, so uh, reminds you me. You have of, to start uh, another show. Well, yeah, I mean, we got the we had the the uh, the eight G uh, guest a couple of weeks Something ago with like uh, yeah. Dr. Carl Sovac. Um, if you want to connect with us, and we hope you do, uh, sponsor website BraveHeartsForKids.org. Consider making Bravehearts your Amazon Smile charity this year when you're doing your uh, holiday shopping. You can email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. And especially if you have uh, a story about someone who has the courage to serve or you want to talk about um, uh, a, uh, a, a terrific organization on the air, I'd love to have that conversation open up those channels. Sherry Sarver-Johnson, the mad scientist, mad for make a difference. And uh, you can reach her at Sherry Johnson at BraveHeartsForKids.org, 630-389-8248. That's a um, 
Chicago area number, I think. Uh, you know, your your niece. Uh, I bought my my cell phone from her once upon a time, mm-hmm. and uh, she was going to set it up with a with an Arizona area code because that's where where we were when we when we bought that. And I said, no, 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 set it up with a Chicago area code. So my my phone has a Chicago area code, and uh, yeah, that's just the way things go. So, uh, talking about. Your uh, in your in your bio, you said you you've taken uh, you've your work has taken you to over twenty eight countries. Yes, um, this is true. And I think that's uh, man, that's remarkable. I've been to three, uh, including the U.S. And <laughs> in fact, yeah, you know, I, I, when you when you consider how many countries we've been to with um, with the sh- with the uh, Bravehearts Radio, I've been to way more countries. Through the radio, uh, through the radio yeah. yeah, and yeah. Uh, got got our uh, analytics back uh, from from Winston uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, for the first month, our our number one country, of course, was the United States. Number two was Ireland. So a shout out to our 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 friends. You know in, what? I haven't been to Ireland. Our friends in Ireland. Not one we, of the twenty. We have countries. to go to Ireland, yes. and uh, uh, wanted to to mention uh, my my friend Connor Canine, uh, who's from uh, the the uh, the Cork area of Ireland originally. He's in uh, in Chicago now, terrific speaker, and he does the uh, a bit on the the Irishman speaks, and I got a a book uh, from him on Mark from Mark Twain. Connor's a big Mark Twain aficionado. Oh, that's and, a great book. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's, it's fun. funny. Yeah, it's it's all the political perspective, you know. So, yeah. uh, also, you know, that's that's. Um, Another opportunity, uh, you know, next week is election election day, and uh, maybe we could have some of those uh, Mark Twain perspectives. That would be funny, yeah. <laughs> when you think that all the, the uh, infighting and all that stuff is just something recent, go read Mark Twain and realize it's been around for a while. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's, you know, it, it, it almost makes things that are going on now seem mild. It by does. Well, when, you, when, when we read the, the Socrates quote, uh-huh. uh, Mark Twain had one, uh, and I, I don't remember um, who it was about, but uh, well, we, can, we can get into that in a, on another time. Probably a good one for next week. We'll, we'll bring that back because... Um, uh, uh, you know, Mark Mark Twain had some terrific things, and, and next next week's show is the day before election day. So uh, we'll have some nonpartisan fun stuff uh, and give everybody a hard time. You said uh, twenty eight countries you've been to. Something about coming home. Well, yeah. I, well, I just remember so many things about the first trip overseas, mm-hmm. and went to some great places in Europe. Uh, and I loved it. Wonderful time. But the thing that really stood out to me is the feeling of coming home. And it's hard to say this with, uh, you know, it, it's it's um, such a great country. Mm-hmm. Well, gratitude, you know, the beginning of all good things. I think the last time that we were on together uh, about uh, three weeks ago, we were talking about the idea that we live in the best time in the history of the world, the best place in the history of the world. And and uh, even though there is a, a lot that can be done to make things better and a lot of circumstances for individuals that can be made better, I mean, for goodness sakes, you know, you work for a pediatric cancer organization mm-hmm. and uh, it, you know, it's, it's hard to... Uh, Hard to have the perspective that this is the best time and place in the history of the world if your child is sick, 
Right. I mean, for goodness right. sake, that's. Right. Uh, but it's not uh, to say that there isn't a lot to be done. That's right. But yeah. it's it's well, so what, empowering to be able to see how far we've come. And what an opportunity to be part of making the solution happen. Right. And, uh, and to be to to grow up and to be in a country that was founded on the ideas and the ideals. We haven't reached them, but at least we're reaching for them. I can't imagine a better way to uh, go out this week. And so thanks, Sherry, for joining me and joining us for Brave Hearts Radio this week on the uh, Voice America Variety Channel. Um, please check out the Brave Hearts for Kids website, braveheartsforkids.org. And follow and like us on Facebook. So we've been talking about perspective power and um, next week, uh, we'll be talking about the mission specialist as a sales manager. And I, you know, I, I think I'm going to have to add something in there about um, about politics, and you know, maybe maybe uh, have some fun with that. Um, and as our special guests, just a question mark there, kind of a mystery there. So, hmm. Stay tuned. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you all or you can hear us all next week. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.